world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so it's week two that I have no air conditioning in my office and in half of the old Gun For Hire original range. And again, my compressors are in shipping containers off the coast of California waiting to be unloaded because we have supply chain issues. Now, I just found out our transportation secretary Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who went from being a mayor of a town with 30,000 people to the transportation secretary. Uh, now, he's married to a man, which is, I'm totally cool with that. They adopted two twin babies, and they took a picture in a maternity room with scrubs on with two twin babies, like they birthed them or whatever. Obviously, they adopted them. But I just found out that he's been on family leave since the babies were adopted. <laughs> So no one's, there's no transportation secretary. Well, Not that he would have done any good anyway, because really. their positions, their cabinet positions are all about virtue signaling <laughs> and not about actually doing your job, because, right? Because the mayor of a small town uh, is absolutely eminently qualified to be a transportation secretary. Well, he probably paid for a mover to move him out of his apartment to his house when he probably got married. Probably once, so and, and he's got a driver's license. So that's transportation, so, yeah, right? There you go. I guess he's so, taking a bus. I have an idea. All of these shipping containers, mm. why don't we disguise them as illegal aliens? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we do. But they have to get back to China because we don't make anything here in the United States. And nobody's willing to. This is the strangest thing, right? Nobody's willing to uh, load empty shipping containers because we don't make anything in the U.S. to ship out. And put them on a, on board of a ship and send them back to China so they could fill them up with more crap to send them back. Instead, China is making <laughs> shipping containers. Shipping containers. Yeah, we have a glut. We have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of shipping containers. And they're here. clogging the ports. They can't. If you're, correct. If you live in New Jersey, ride down the turnpike by right. IKEA yep. and look at That's the shipping right. containers. Yep. People are making houses out of them. People are making yeah. bunkers right. out of them and bomb shelters. Them away for free for because time. there's none leaving this country. We are being crippled by an inept inept government and you know it's all by design ever yeah, since bill clinton ever since not... bill clinton when was it 91 when they opened the trade with china and yeah. everything we lost our manufacturing base and everything we don't make anything here we couldn't fight a war right now with supply chain problems but here's the deal sandy so ammo is a supply problem and it pissed off us gun owners my air conditioning is a supply problem, which really pissed me off. But now we're starting to see shortages of basic items in drugstores, pharmacies, yeah. as well as shopping stores, food stores now. How long have we been talking now. about this? How many months have we months, been talking about this? 
months. This is not going to be a very no. good holiday season for it's all not, of you look, fellow Americans. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, and this is all by design. You need this in order to enact the Great Reset. They are turning the U.S. into Venezuela. And, yes. and those of you who do not heed the warning and start stocking up on the basic things are going to be hurting buckaroos pretty soon. And I am not a prepper guy. Uh, you want to know how this supply chain affects everybody? Watch your regular corporate television. Watch how little car commercials you see on TV. Yeah, why They're, bother? Because they don't have cars to sell. Right. But, you know, every other commercial used to be buy a Honda, buy a this, buy a that, buy a Chevy, buy a Ford, whatever. There's no commercials because they don't have any inventory. Now they don't have any inventory. It's just big pharma and, um, you know, the tort lawyers who are. Yeah. <laughs> call, call 1-800-I-MADE-A-BOO-BOO and we will sue. Right. And if you notice, every single one of the uh, tort lawyers advertises uh, pretty much the same way for a product approved, once approved, by the Food and Drug Administration. FDA. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So they don't I mean, have anything yet for my. They don't. They don't have any uh, tort lawsuits for my rectal itch yet. No, they're working don't. on that. No, no, that's true. So, you so used to I, start <laughs> the show with that phrase, uh, rectal back, back, itch, back in the day. Yes. <laughs> yes, because as soon as I say it, everybody thinks about that uncomfortable time that that happens. Uh, and you can't help it. It's usually in a meeting or when you're publicly speaking. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> so they okay. estimate 2 million people entered this country illegally in the past two months. Yeah, what's And wrong we can't that? get a freaking shipping container unloaded. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting, right? And uh, anyway, so what's going on with this? You know, we have Biden's trying to force feed us with this build back uh, better I like to call it the build back never. Um, Nancy Pelosi chided the corporate media this week. For not saying, selling. Yes, they're not doing a good job <laughs> selling the build back better. The build back never. I Welcome like to, to say. China. Okay, yeah, we're exactly. We're ex it's, it's one and the same. Yeah, Meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg is actually breastfeeding his twins right now. <laughs> He's got one on each nipple, and I can't get air conditioning, and people can't get gauze, band-aids. You know, uh, pretty soon it'll be bread, milk, eggs. Watch, watch, watch. I want to see the average Joe get as pissed as me. Well, it, it's going to happen soon because right now uh, the average family that earns seventy thousand bucks a year, which is what a cop and a and a nurse, right? Um, they're having to pay one hundred seventy-five dollars a month because of the inflation that's going on. That's a wrong number. Yeah, one seventy-five is a wrong number. If the government says that our average cost of living went up one hundred seventy-five dollars, it's three hundred and fifty. Right, and and what's going to happen when? Uh, they start if they if they pass this three point five or th what is it three point three is what the the news says but it's really a five trillion dollar uh, boost plus what the what the wonderful Republicans are uh, proposing another one point five on top of our already four trillion dollar budget of which by the way we have to borrow half of it and now we have. $11 trillion to, that we are printing up when the world economy is only $19 trillion. 
And this is the first time in human history when even the uh, even Putin from Russia has just recently said on Pravda, of course, that uh, we are destroying the U.S. dollar because of printing money. But this is not a story on mainstream media. They don't care. No, but the average Joe is going to care when uh, they are now spending $1,000 extra a month just to keep up with. When their paycheck doesn't meet their expenses, that's when the people are going to care. And unfortunately, then it's going to be too late. Way too late. Way, way, way too late. We talked about now how the 1% is, is crushing the middle class. And it's not going to get any better. It get better uh, for them. It's getting much better for them. Yeah. Our supply chain, you know, semiconductor chips, basic. Listen, let's just talk about this. I need a compressor for my HVAC. Right. I know, first world people problems. I said, all right, get an off-brand compressor. There's none to be found in the entire country. All right, get a rebuild kit for that compressor. There's none to be found in the country. Right. Okay, when, what does that tell you? When you walk into stores now, I went into Walgreens the other day. Half the shelves are empty, Sandy. Yes, you're right. Okay, now and in California, that's House, because of looting. Yes, but and, not here yet. Yes, and in Cal- and and according to the White House, it's because the economy is doing so well that people are buying up everything, and therefore there's a shortage. You know the uh, the uh, White House chief of staff. He tweeted that this is a uh, first world uh, rich people problem. Right, exactly. Because, you know, they live in that elitist bubble. Yeah, right. You know, he lives in that elitist bubble. Don't worry. He just goes on, you know, Instacart or whatever, and everything he needs gets delivered to him or he has it. He's not Joe Schmo that every day busts their ass and ends up going to a dollar store to feed their family when they have to make a decision. Do I pay my rent or do we eat meat this week? Yeah, exactly right. They they don't care. And Biden, I'm telling you right now, every weekend he goes to his house in Delaware because he doesn't want anybody in the White House visitors log. It's a scam that's going on. He's not really running this country. And we're getting this country's being run right down. You know, the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. We talked about it all the yeah. time. This that's is right. it. We let all of these people in. We can't get basic products, needs, and everything. Watch what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. And again, it's it, by design. None of this is by accident or incompetence. Nope. This is all by design. This is old World Economic Forum uh, Build Back Better. He even used their slogan. All by design. And, and you know, everybody's been sending me, I'm going to go off topic a little bit, um, that I don't know if you've seen what happened in Norway with the guy with the bow and arrow. Yeah. That's, um, uh, it, well, evil always finds a way. Ah, you say that all the time. Like I said, I with, with a gallon of gas, I could do more damage than with a black rifle. Yeah, damn right. If I intend on yep, it, you know. Yep. And it and, has been done. It has been done. It happened uh, in in Chicago uh, back in the early 1920s, where uh, a former janitor burned down a school with children in it and committed one of the biggest atrocities in in the state of Illinois. You know, every John McConnell just sent me one too, but George O sent me this great thing, and he wrote uh, the nut job who went all Katniss Everdeen Hunger Games in Norway proved two things. Number one, 
If a nut job wants to kill a bunch of people, especially in a nation where the government heavily restricts arms, the nut job will find another way to do it, be it with a bow, a bomb, a truck, or some other weaponized implement. Right. right. Evil always finds a way. Number two. Norwegian police are not typically armed. Guns are locked up in police headquarters, are locked in their patrol cars. But after this attack, the police chief ordered his officers to arm themselves for their protection. Yes, right. Not for the protection, not for the protection of the protection people. Of the citizens, no. And George wrote classic first-tier thinking. The first-tier can avail themselves of protection against armed predators, but the third-tier, which there are a lot more of, are unworthy of any such protection. Sure, this guy was an aberrancy, thank God, but it's yet another example of how predators, whatever they're armed with, seek out and kill unarmed prey, and the best defense is a good guy with a gun. You can't rely on the government to protect you and your loved ones. Oh, boy, we know that, but they don't care, George. That's right. All of our listeners, they don't care. You are on your own. We are on our own. That's just the way it works. They don't care. With a bow and arrow, Sandy, he killed five people. He injured at least six or seven more. I mean, holy moly. Uh, I don't even know if it was a recurve bow. I don't know if it was a compound bow. Uh, it probably wasn't a uh, crossbow because they're, they're harder to load. They're a lot slower to load a crossbow. Uh, if, if I'm wrong, I'm not a bow expert. Anybody out there that's a crossbow, recurve, or... Uh, compound bow expert let me know your thoughts on that we'll discuss it a little more next week um it's just one more factor that you have to have total situational awareness but yeah. like what if you're standing on a corner talking to your <laughs> wife you just stepped out of silent. a restaurant yeah. and an arrow goes through you right and it's silent you know, and there's, there's, it, there's no uh, uh, there's no uh, report from a bow and arrow no and it, it you know it doesn't have to be i mean listen if it's a if it's if it's a hunting tip you're going to die like if oh. you know you're yeah. going to die uh, like you're going to bleed out real fast if it's a target tip on a bow it's it, you know it's not going to be as bad unless it hits you in a vital but oh my god you can't prepare for this just like did you see the woman in times square that was mugged the guy pushed her down yeah. she hit her head and she's dead yeah right she's dead you know what she got what do they call it when the brain swells uh, a subarachnoid hemorrhage. You know. Yes. So, and she, this is New York, you know. And Mayor De Blasio, and she, was a, she was a nurse. Yes, yeah. Mayor De Blasio. When he's talked about, it, he goes, "Well, these instances are very rare." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The man who spent four hundred thousand dollars <laughs> on private security, uh, you know, uh, ferrying around Moonbeam and his other, the rest yeah. of his family over there, right? Yeah, oh right. yeah, yeah. Move along. Nothing to see here, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter because he has 24-hour armed guards, and so does his kids. You know, Mark Zuckerberg t spent $24 million of Facebook money on security for his family, right, last year. That's public knowledge. Did you know Mark Zuckerberg also spent a half a billion dollars rigging yeah. the election? $420 million. Yes. A lot of people don't know this. No, the mainstream media oh, is not gonna, reporting no, it. not going to report any of this. Uh, he basically had a team of people go out into battleground states and battleground, uh, what do they call districts, it? Yeah. Districts. And they changed the way people voted, obviously with mail-in voting and mail battle, ballot harvesting and everything. Yeah, because and it's illegal for, for you to, and this is why the Democrats want mail-in voting so badly. It's because it's illegal for you or I to stand outside a, a, a public voting place and tell people how to vote or hold a campaign sign or anything like that. 
However, with mail-in voting, you can send people like they did who were uh, vote navigators, they like to call them, uh, to go out and uh, literally fill out the ballots for the people who were uh, unable, quote, unquote, to fill them out themselves. To get so it if right. you don't if you don't think we live in a tin pot dictatorship, <laughs> one booster seat bitch decided yep. who right. was going to be our president. And that was the real that was the real fraud. And nobody is ever going to report it because they're in total control of the media. And this is the biggest problem, guys. It's because this is the first time in history, in human history, that machines and technology have been in control of our lives. So Zuckerberg's people, computer people, sat down and said, okay, let's pick 25 areas. Yep. And they put 25 grants, $419 million, dished out to 29 legislative districts. So it wasn't a total slam dunk. They only, Biden won in 23 of the 25 districts. 23 of the 25 districts, Sandy. Yep. So he knew, they knew that they would change the election. Here. Absolutely, sure. And so one person, so when you guys see uh, our House representatives grilling big tech people down at Capitol Hill, <laughs> it's all kabuki theater, as Sandy would say. It's all an act. Yeah. It's all fake. So one guy, this waterboarding, water surfing cyborg out in Hawaii with his wife, him and his wife's foundation spent almost a half a billion dollars and bought the election. See, now Bloomberg spent a billion dollars of his money trying to run for president an old-fashioned way, yeah, right? right? The right. old way. Zuckerberg and his people are much smarter. And this is not going to go away. It was that successful that That's someone right. who's worth, you know, That's $60 right. billion dollars could take a half a billion dollars and pick the president. What do you think you're doing to down ballot elections? And that's exactly what they're going to do here in New Jersey. You watch exactly. They, they've, they've got their plan already in place, and they know it works. So why not continue to use it? Correct. So one person decided who the president was. So he's now that foundation is just going to continue going down ballot. The House, the Senate, yep. local level elections right. and everything. Who knows what they probably spent in Georgia at the Senate level. That and, and all you really had to do in Georgia was uh, was influence Fulton, Fulton County, which is Correct. what they did. Correct. And, and they bought both sides of the House. So until everybody that's listening is ready for, you know, pitchforks and pikes and burning brands, this is where we're headed, ladies and gentlemen, okay? This is where we are headed. I want to talk some good news real quick before I forget this. You know, Ken Armilio is a huge gun-for-hire supporter alumni gun for higher range and everything so you know how long have i been plugging knife rights uh with oh, the forever. ultimate steel yeah. uh knife rights ultimate steel he won can he won. really yep please see below it must be my lucky year first i won the lottery with the cmp and now i just won a six hour m17 from the right knife rights ultimate steel drawing wow. by doug ritter that's great. He's having it shipped to us. Yeah, Ken, see, support those who support you, baby. I'm telling you, the it, the ultimate knife rights challenge, the ultimate steel challenge ended. But uh, I'm telling you, um, gun people, knife people, we are the best people. I didn't win anything yet, Sandy. This must be rigged. This guy. One year I won like seven things. <laughs> Last year true. I won two things. I didn't win anything yet this year. 
Yo, Doug and Sue Ritter, wink, wink, nod, nod. Let's go here. Let's go here. Uh, I, 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 send me something. Mail me a little something. Yeah, a little something, I'm, something. That's I'm it. kidding. I'm kidding. Just I, I love your I, beak. That's all. Yeah, I, I love. I love you guys. Oh, by the way, Governor Murphy and uh, heads of all the teachers unions and school superintendents mm. had a indoor ball. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the, it's called the Equality Ball. Did they wear an, masks? An annual fundraiser for Garden State Equality. Okay, oh, great. it took place uh, last Thursday. Guess what? Only the help was wearing masks. My goodness! <laughs> so all the big hitters from the school unions and superintendents were there. Well, you and... know, look, they're educated, very sophisticated audience. Very much like the same people who went to Barack's, you know, uh, birthday party. So it's a whole different thing. So your kids are masked and all of your educators and the people who make a decision, the ones that teach your kids things, but you're not allowed to know what they're teaching your kids. Mm. You have to file a Freedom Information Act, Oprah request, and then they deny it. And then the and FBI then they use, kicks your door yeah, in. And then the FBI comes <laughs> after you. Oh, my God. That FBI story about what happened down in, in, in Virginia. In Loudoun County. What, I, with, I, the, with the father. I've got the, friends the, in Loudoun County. I don't know how the hell they even contend with it. The girl, uh, 14-year-old girl, went into the girl's room, and a boy who identifies as a girl w that wears a skirt went into the restroom and uh, forced her to perform oral sex, and he sodomized her twice. The school notified the parents and said they were taking care of it internally. They did not report it to the police. They transferred the kid to another school where he sexually assaulted another girl. Mm. Then when it became public, they notified the police. They filed a police report. And, but they supposedly, it was never in the media, and the school board never talked about it. The father went and brought it to the school board's attention. They denied they knew anything about it. The father got heated. They called the police. They dragged this guy to the ground, gave him a bloody lip, and they locked him up, and they pressed charges. He had to plead guilty to the charges, and he got community service. This is the father of a 14-year-old girl who was raped and sodomized. Yeah. Yes, right. Because the uh, while this was going on, the high school principal said that would never happen. These things would never happen here where you allow boys to wear dresses and use the, the girls' room. It would never happen that there'd be any incidents whatsoever. It had never you, happened. You know, his daughter probably goes to a private school. Of course he. Of course. Where they don't play that shit. Yeah. Listen, or I'm all okay do. for whatever sex you identify with. Then you have to put, you have to change the schools. And you have to put single-use bathrooms. Right. Are you put even if the bathroom has five stalls? You put a lock on the door, and only one person is allowed to go in at a time. Innies or outies, one at a time. All right. That's how it should work. Uh, this was a quick article on Breitbart. I just wanted to go over this because I'm disgusted with that whole Loudoun County thing. But the top 1% of the richest Americans now hold more wealth than the entire middle class. I, was, I, I, I had to search this. So uh, 60, defined as 60% of the United States is the middle class, only has 26% of the wealth. The top 1% has almost all, entirely all the wealth. It's the first time the 1% has passed the middle class. And remember what I said. Once you lose the middle class That's right. and you only have two classes, guess what's happening? That's right. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a revolt. And now you add that on top of food shortages and Christmas present and Hanukkah present shortages or whatever. Sandy, this is not a very good recipe. 
Okay, 15 million new gun owners. People are disgusted across the board. We see what's going on. Everything is woke, 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 woke. That's what the left is trying to use, and our government is trying to keep us focused on. Everything is racist, sexist, misogynist. When people care about feeding their families, they don't. We're the only country in the world that focuses on this wokeness. You know why? Because other countries are worried about feeding yep. their family. They're, They're worried about getting drinking right. water for right. the day. Yep. I've been to third world countries. I've been all over the world. People in other countries don't have time to worry about what bathroom we should be using. No, they, m most of them have running water, meaning that they have to run to go get it. Yeah, oh, good point. So the middle class is continuing to shrink. The rich continue to get richer. The 1% are holding it all right now, and they're all in bed with the politicians, obviously. Nancy Pelosi's worth $250 million, ladies and gentlemen. $250 million. You think she gives a shit about us? She's up there lecturing the media that the media has to sell these packages better because the media is part of the elitist 1%. They're also the useful idiots because once the socialists, the communists take over, over, they're going to kill the useful idiots first. And that, let's not forget that Nancy Pelosi and her husband Paul have made most of their money during the pandemic. They went from three million dollars to twenty to two hundred million dollars. I mean, yeah. And yeah. and uh, you know, and you can actually, and uh, most of it was uh, through what we would. Oh, the same thing that Martha Stewart went to jail for. Yeah, insider trading. Yeah. They get all the tips. They know what's right. going to happen. They know when to they buy. knew Moderna they know was going to get the uh, vaccine approval way before anybody before Moderna knew they were going to get the vaccine approval. And uh, Paul Pelosi bought on margin something like ten million dollars worth of stock margins on Moderna, and he yeah, made move along. a fortune. Move along. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. That's exactly how it works. We're, oh, oh my God, we're screwed. Uh, so, you know, Chitterelli has been pulling ahead of the polls, Sandy. Well, it's not going to matter, Ant. Uh, I know, because Zuckerberg, the booster seat right. bitch, or somebody is going to step in, and they're going to squash it, right? right? They're already doing that. You know, Obama is coming here uh, to, and, uh, and Biden is going to be coming to New Jersey to pitch for uh, Governor Snaggletooth, the... Uh, um, the, the jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth because they're going to let Biden out to do that? What is that noise, Sandy? I have no idea. What is it? Do you hear it? I do not. Oh, I hear noise. I'm hearing noise. Uh, they're they're going to they're gonna make sure he wins. So uh, it's unfortunate for us that we're going to be stuck, uh, you know, with Murphy for another four years. But I'm hanging on. I'm hoping. What Murphy keeps trying to do is Murphy keeps trying to associate uh, Chitterelli to Trump. You know, he's yeah. a Trumpist. He's a Trumpist. Right. And he's not. Chitterelli is. We're not uh, rolling back. We're not going backwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, to the time when uh, gas was two dollars a gallon and uh, we had freedom that, that that we're not going back there. We, Me we're, we're a loaf of bread was was more reasonable. Meanwhile, all of these shortages can help Chitterelli because, you know, uh, Murphy is a big Biden guy. And, uh, you know, if uh, Jack is smart, he can say, look, at your shelves are empty. It's costing you more for m per month for gasoline and for food and everything. So maybe we need to uh, get some change. So who knows? Maybe it'll help. But I know uh, yeah, he's going to write big checks like he always does. And, you know, and grandstand and hand out money the way they all do. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. Well, yeah, we got to buy votes, right? We got to buy votes. You know, just so you people that live outside of New Jersey and New York, just so you know what sissies we are, there's a gun store opening up in, I think it's Tenafly, Iconic Arms, a little boutique gun store, Tenafly, New Jersey. So they got all their approvals, obviously. They got their zoning and everything. And uh, when the townsfolk found out about it, they went apoplectic, right? (laughs) Uh, Just like when I was opening this place up many, 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 many moons ago. But um, people. Very, very liberal Jewish population. Yes. So um, this guy, um, this this person, parent, their daughter's a fifth grader, right? And they're like, the thought in your mind is that someone could potentially walk out of there and walk right across the street to the school. If this (laughs) store was somewhere a bit further down the street, I would feel more comfortable. How stupid Absolutely. is that response? Well, but it's typical for a New Jersey okay. voter. I'm, I'm not opposed to the gun store. I'm just opposed to the location. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. What's that NIMBY, right? Not right. in my backyard, right? right? Exactly. But it's so it's so typical. And you don't understand. I mean, you, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's farcical. There's not a lot you're going to ever do about it in New Jersey. So... Well, we got to take a little break. <laughs> okay. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun for Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Fall and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by.
are back. Oh, God. Sorry. I was snoring. All right. <laughs> it's hot in this office. It's stuffy. It is. Well, you know, it's a third. It's a first world problem. If you haven't been to the new range, you have to come and check out the members only range. Uh, the renters range downstairs has been busy. We don't have three hour waits anymore, ladies and gentlemen. You can come out a Saturday and Sunday if you're a renter or a non-member. And it's like the maximum five minute wait, if anything. If you're a member, if you have your own guns and you're not renting, we have 15 ports members only and 10 ports for overflow. It has been phenomenal. The other day I go into the range. There's two guys and a girl shooting in the members range. It's a Tuesday afternoon. So I'm like, can I do a video with you guys? I'm like, yes. They're like, yes. So I turned the camera. I said, whoa, how do you like the range? I said, where are you from? First guy, George Westwood. Second one, woman, Bernadette, Wayne. Third one, Keith, West Milford. How weird I got three W's. <laughs> Serious, seriously. Like I just happened to walk in the range and I, got a, I get a Westwood, a Wayne, and a uh, West Milford. One shot. But you need to come down and check it out. There's a lot more to come. Our retail area is under construction. Our, our swag area, Gun for Hire Wearables, is under construction. As soon as uh, Edgar gets here, we're going to finish the countertop for the quarantine crawl so people can come here with their food items and everything. It's very hard to get materials. It's very hard to get contractors and stuff. So, But we're open, and, uh, you know, we're open 80 hours a week, 363 days a year. It has been phenomenal. You know, Tony Urena is the director of training, 25 years, retired a captain, Passaic County Prosecutor's Office. He was on a SWAT team for many, many years, and all the, the guys underneath him in our tactical division uh, with the urban classes and sheepdog stuff, all of our classes have been filling up, as well as our basic classes with Moosey and Guy and, and everybody else. I, I'm just so proud. I've never had a better team. Um, inside and outside here we're just we're just all killing it so come down and show your support if you used to be a member and you let your membership lapse come in and ask for me or Matt or Richie and we might have a special deal for you because we want you back we want you to come and see what a beautiful job we did and next year the two tactical ranges meeting space event space and a cigar lounge will be opening as well so don't forget, Necessary Evil will be in film festivals uh, probably uh, later this year or early next year. And uh, you're going to see, you're going to see, you're going to see, uh, I produced it, which <laughs> is really, really cool. Uh, Decoding Firearms, John Petrolino's book is here as well as online. Uh, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game is in the Kindle store right now. Excellent. If anybody wants to buy it, please go into the Kindle store and, and download it. It's $9.99. I get a few shekels out of that. I need reviews. Somebody, an anti-gunner, gave me a one-star review on Google Books or nice. something. And I'm not even for sale on Google Books. And his name is like Vinny Baloney, and he's P.S. I love you, Dad, or something under Vinny Baseball or something. It's not even a real person. They're just attacking me because I'm uh, pro-gun. And uh, so here's a call to arms for all of you out there. I could use... Uh, Five-star reviews for the book on the Amazon Kindle, I, on the Google thing. And also, how about some five-star reviews from Guns for, Gun for Hire from Yelp and Google and Facebook and everything like that? Throw some in there. Support those who support you, bitches. Speaking of support those who support you, Marty's V-Burger. Marty, obviously, his drumsticks killed it. Go to martysvburger.com, and you can also get his um, stuff at Freakin' Vegans on Freakin' Fridays in Prospect Park if you uh, pre-order it, by the way. 
Um, I'm so excited. Don't forget, nrapvf.org. You can get the grades on who to vote for this November, even though most of it won't help because most of it is rigged, unfortunately. Uh, you know, uh, the Supreme Court case is really heating up, and uh, the anti-gunners are launching a campaign to intimidate the U.S. Supreme Court as the Second Amendment case looms, by the way. And uh, this came out, this was by the NRA ILA. Uh, it was written, and Jason Wemay is the um, director of ILA, and he's a really, really smart guy, born in Hell's Kitchen in New York, and he worked at the federal level in, on the Hill for 15 years before he took over uh, for Chris Cox. And... Uh, he had big shoes to fill, and boy, did he fill them. Jason's, Jason's really, really good. You know, they're trying to pack the Supreme Court. They're trying to establish term limits for justices. This is all stuff to, to scare. Yeah. Um, you know, to scare um, the, the justices. But I don't think the justices are going to... Um, uh, are going to uh, be intimidated by this. And this is a big case. And everybody keeps asking about this case. And you guys have to share. Uh, you guys have to share... Gun for Hire Radio for people. So here's a synopsis. The Corlett slash Bruin case is before the Supreme Court. It's going to be heard November 3rd at 1 p.m. You can all listen in on that case. We're not going to get a ruling on that case until the spring. The Supreme Court is holding New Jersey's 10-round mag case. The Supreme Court also has other carry cases and stuff down the pipe that they're holding. We're hoping that the Supreme Court rules on this case in, under strict scrutiny which is what they traditionally do with First Amendment cases. We're hoping that the Supreme Court turns around and says, all right, listen, all of us have a constitutional God-given right to protect ourselves outside the home, carry a gun outside the home, and under strict scrutiny, which will affect all of these lower court cases and stop them from trampling on our rights. We're also hoping at that point the Supreme Court turns around and says, all right, we have like 11 different cases for carry, send them all back to the lower courts, rule on them under strict scrutiny, 15-round magazine instead of 10-round, even though there should be no capacity. But that's another argument for another day. Let's just get this. This is a game-changer. The Corlett slash Bruin case will basically take six or seven states like New Jersey and allow us to have concealed carry. Nice. You need to share this with your friends or family, all right? This is, listen, this is a victory like no other. Uh, Gun Mag, somebody wrote an article, this guy, Lee uh, Williams, who's a uh, Sec Second Amendment Foundation investigative journalist. He wrote, what victory could look like in the Supreme Court's upcoming 2A case, all right? So uh, he wrote, um, on its face, this is a simple case. New York has had a handgun licensing system for more than 100 years. Nowadays, New York prohibits its citizens from carrying a handgun outside their home without a license, all right? In this license request, petitioner Robert Nash cited a string of recent robberies in his neighborhood and the fact that he had recently completed an advanced firearm safety training course. The licensing officer denied his request, saying he failed to show probable cause. In New Jersey, it's justifiable need. New York, it's probable cause. Every state that denies a carry outside the home has different nomenclature for their denial scheme. All right. So petitioner Brandon Cox. Uh, Koch said he applied for a license to allow him to carry a firearm self-defense. Koch, too, cited a bevy of training courses he had taken. The same officer denied him, saying he failed to show proper cause. The district court summarized Nass and Koch do not satisfy the proper cause requirement because they do not face any special or unique danger to their life. Remember, they're not elites. <laughs> their lives are more important. That's right. So the, what, would it, what would a victory look like? So... 
I believe that this law will be overturned. This is Alan Gottlieb from uh, SAF, all right? And the question is how big we win. And he wrote, lower than good, he said, would it be if the court finds the law unconstitutional but that it applies only to the individual plaintiffs and they send directions for New York to follow? That would be the lowest form of victory. A better victory, Gottlieb continued, would be if the court finds the New York law unconstitutional facially, unconstitutional on its face. Seven other states have similar show cause. California, Hawaii, Rhode Island, Maryland, Delaware, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. All of these laws would be impacted by such a decision. But we'd really like the court to go further than that and go to a shell issue law, one that says if the applicant is not prohibited individual, the government shall issue a license because the good cause requirement is unconstitutional and doesn't work. Even better would be if they require a standard of review of heightened scrutiny or strict scrutiny because carrying a firearm outside the home is a core Second Amendment right. This scrutiny, Gottlieb said, would put the burden on the government to show why they should be allowed to infringe upon a right. It would require the government to show a court why lower levels of scrutiny couldn't solve a potential public interest without infringing upon a constitutional right. Of course, they could expand our Second Amendment rights, which would affect other rights, not just carry laws, Gottlieb said. But that's unlikely since Chief Chief Justice Roberts likes narrow decisions, all right? Whatever the outcome of this, it's destined to become a landmark case. This case is going to be up there with Heller, McDonald, and Bruin. That's what's going to happen. That's my words. That's not Alan Gottlieb's right now, okay? So this is what this is what's on the table. This is what's at risk for us, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we need to focus on this. Everybody asks me all the time, what's going on with Carrie? When are we ever going to get it? You know, you have to be wired in. Join the NRA, join the SAF, join FPC, join CNJFO, join NJ2AS, join um, the uh, ANJRPC. All, if, you, if you're members of those organizations or you listen to Gun for Hire Radio, you should be aware of all of this anyway, all right? Oh, God, let's listen to this. Listen, listen to this. A couple of great emails, all right? First one I'm going to start with is Raphael Sa, S-A. I hope I didn't murder your name. Raph is a member of the range. He wrote, hello, Anthony. Congratulations on the grand reopening. Everything was great, uh, and that means the food, too. CNJFO was there, and there was no excuse for me to not be a member yet. I'm three out of five organizations now. Last week, you saw I convinced my wife to go to range for the first time, and then she talked to a female friend at work, and now I'm going to be taking both to the range next Friday. My wife is helping me getting people involved now, and I love it. I know you are tired of fighting for our rights in the corrupt state, but you, sir, have the power to inspire lots of people, and we need you. Check out this study. He sent the study. Raphael, see you next week. Raph, I couldn't do it without you. People like you keep me going, and each one reach one. You coming to this environment, being treated like family, becoming a part of the family, then getting your wife involved, and now your wife helping you get people involved in firearms, there's nothing better than that. That makes me wake up every morning and want to be as part of this organization and part of the 2A community. So... Uh, my buddy Mike sent an email. He goes, uh, too bad we are not in Afghanistan. Prices may ch- be cheap. We could stock up. Maybe we could buy rental arms for the range. Uh, they're selling in Afghanistan. You can go into stores. They're selling mili- military-grade U.S. weapons in Afghanistan. 
Maybe okay. we could. That's a great idea. <laughs> he also said, uh, he said, I have a lot of energy and the strawberry ice cream was good. Thank you. My energy is waning. I'm getting old and my knee is killing me. So this is a Gun for Hire alumni, um, Anatoly. He wrote, I am very for happy for you that you completed truly the greatest shooting range in the world. <clears throat> it is open for all, but has a club-like atmosphere. Also, it is in the state where people are afraid not only to stand for 2A, but merely to mention that they might be pro 2A. True. Yes. This is all too late for me, though. Two months ago, I finally voted with my feet and moved for good to the land of the free, also known as Texas. It is unbelievable how many freedoms are taken for granted here and are all but forgotten in New Jersey. I think the most fundamental one forlorn in New Jersey is the freedom of speech. Kids in school, people at work, TV hosts, we're all afraid to speak up. And the worst thing is we are getting used to it as the new normal. Yep. I do not have to take it anymore. Many thanks to you for your relentless work, especially for the weekly radio show. I listened to all 542 of them over the last 10 years. You are a shining beacon of light, sir. Oh, you're going to love this, Sandy. He goes, you are Dagny Taggart in this brave new world. <laughs> Uh, getting formed in the Northeast. Well, like anyway, Dagny had a nicer ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, when you are finally ready, you will be very welcome here in Abbott's Gulch. With best regards, Anatoly. Hmm. Oh, that's great. Hmm. That sounds familiar. Who's John Galt? I um, have no idea. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Who's John Galt? So, anyway, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Uh, you know, New Jersey, because we have to, we're going to have gun control 3.0 when, uh, oh, yeah. when Murphy is reelected. Uh, John Petrolino wrote an article, these sums of bitches, he wrote. Again, <laughs> the, uh, the recent announcement from the New Jersey Attorney General, uh, acting Attorney General Buck, is leaving more questions than answered. Because we're going to have another firearms task force. Of course we are. Firearms, weapons, violence, gun violence task force, whatever that is. Yeah. This is a, we just keep inventing task force and putting people on the payroll because we need more and more task force. With all that COVID just, relief money. Yeah, well, we're not going to give it. We're not going to no, give it to no, uh, like the businesses that they put out of business. No, uh, uh, no. You know, uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. You know, Pet Petrolino talks about. Um, also, he wrote an article for Bearing Arms about the the new FBI Uniform Crime Report. Every, this is on Bearing Arms, by the way. Just Google FBI Uniform Crime Report and uh, put Petrolino's name P E T R O L I N O. And he wrote, you know, the FBI released its annual crime report, and the number of homicides increased 30% from 2019. <laughs> okay, 21,500 murders, a level not seen since the mid-1990s. We remember okay? what happened in the 1990s. Yes. So, you know, we have to, we have to... We have to address gun violence. Of course, because guns are violent. And if it weren't for guns, you wouldn't have any violence. Crime has gone up. The FBI uniform crime statistics, crime has gone up in every metric they measured. Okay, <laughs> And are the left, they want to defund the police. Well, this is what happens when you do defund the police and then you pay people to stay home and do nothing. Incredible. Oh, oh and then open the borders and allow whatever drugs you want and disease to come across the borders. Yeah. Uh, but with the Z, yeah, they don't have to get tested for COVID. They don't have to quarantine. Uh, no, uh, you know there there is it. There is something that uh, it, the the Public Health Act um, 
was the thing that was enacted to stop. I mean, the only, the only, the only job of the United States Public Health Service is to prevent um, the introduction and transmission of uh, the communicable diseases from foreign countries and peoples into the United States and their possessions. Uh, so I, uh, I wonder what everybody's doing over there. What is everybody doing over there? I don't know. But uh, maybe they're too busy with other things, I guess. But a lot, of, a, lot, a lot going on. A lot going on, you know. You know, I read this article in the Post. It, the, 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 <laughs> it's a shtick-up. New York rabbi designs concealed carry coat for Shabbat. Really? Yeah. Rabbi Raziel Cohen of Morris County has designed a $550 capota, the long jacket donned by married Hasidic men on uh, Shabbat and holidays. Okay? He designed this whole setup, this whole rig that you can carry, which I think is pretty cool. See? Innovation, innovation, yeah, innovation. Absolutely. So, uh, maybe next year uh, people will be able to carry in house of worship and protect their friends, family, and loved ones, right? I think I maybe want one of those for the winter. You want one for the winter? You got to yeah. wear the hat too, bro. Yeah, well, I'll wear the hat. You got you got to wear the hat. You know, it's funny because people have asked me uh, why I have mezuzahs on the doors of all the entryways. Mm. And listen, when we opened the range, the gun rabbi came here and did a and blessed, uh, it, yeah. Yeah, and blessed right. the range, and we yeah. and we and we put them up That's in right. all of the uh, all of the doors. You know, um, well, listen, everybody the is welcome is, here. Why not? Exactly. Whatever. I mean, uh, remember the grand opening? We had uh, we had a rabbi here, That's we right. had a priest, we had yep. a pastor, we had yep. uh, we had about six different representations. I don't think we had a Buddhist monk. No, uh, no, you didn't. And you had plenty of um, uh, great unwashed. <laughs> There was a lot of us unwashed of masses there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's our forte. I mean, that at least we, right. at least we get along to, yep. to get that's right. together, a right? So, uh, you know, you have to have your eyes on a swivel all all the time, Sandy. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's talk real quick. I know how much time do we have left? About uh, ten minutes. I can't talk that long because I'm going to have to pee. <laughs> you went during break. I Tell did. everybody. I did. Tell everybody. Break. Yes, too much coffee this morning. Let's talk real quick. This is a quick section, and then I'll add to it a little bit. This is on page 153 of my book. I don't know what page it is in the Kindle. My book is, by the way, 302 pages. The Kindle version says 247. Don't ask me why. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. Maybe they format it differently or something. Could be, yeah. So let's talk about uh, entering an elevator. Elevators could be scary for some people. I've been having a lot of tests lately because I, I need a new knee. And uh, I can need a new canoe. And I do. I need a canoe. canoe. And uh, so Omet just sent me a thing um, on a menu. That, uh, uh, this deli. You know how when you ask your wife if you want something and they say they're not hungry? Yeah. So <laughs> this deli has a thing on the menu called My Girlfriend Is Not Hungry for $4.25. Yeah. It adds extra French fries, <laughs> fried chicken wings, and uh, mozzarella sticks to your order. It's perfect. That's exactly what bad. Nothing for me. I ate already. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, when they say they don't want right. anything, yeah. then you can order. Let me have a side order of my girlfriend's not hungry. Right. I don't, this is this is genius. You see how things work? This yeah, is, this that's is, right. Th this is just genius. That's right. This is entrepreneurship uh, at its best. Yeah, don't worry. The government will regulate it. Oh, yeah, that's for uh, sure. So let's talk about going into an elevator. 
So this section could be in the safety outside of your home chapter as elevators are in several locations that you may encounter in your daily, li daily life. But if you work in a high rise or travel anywhere where there's elevators, this information could be pertinent in the safety of your safety. Since most people, when they are traveling and staying at hotels, will encounter elevators, it is here. Regardless, this subject has its ups and downs. Butter bump bump. Get it? Elevators for criminals are like fishing in a barrel. Sexual assaults, robberies, and muggings happen all too often in elevators. When entering an elevator, look up into the back corners of the car and see if there are any mirrors set up there. Has anybody ever noticed? Have you ever noticed there's mirrors sometimes on the back walls of the elevator? Yeah. In the corner? That's so you could see if somebody's hiding on the, directly on the right or directly on the left side of the elevator, you know, by the buttons or whatever, and you're going to walk into a trap. So if you see somebody that's looking shady, you just step back and you don't get on that elevator, right? Right. So... These are installed for security purposes. I just said that, all right? If the doors open and the occupants make you feel uncomfortable, do not get in. Back away and wait. You know, trust your sixth sense. If you go to get in the elevator and the guy looks like Lurch or Frankenstein or something, maybe you don't want to get in, all right? Say, oh, sorry, wrong elevator, wrong floor, something, step away. If you wait for the elevator to come down and that person's still in the elevator, leave. You know, All right, what is that MOOC doing in that elevator? While you're saying this, I'm remembering the time Yumi and Sai were in Atlanta, and we were taking an elevator, and there was a disgraciad in the elevator, and the three of us stepped boldly into the elevator. Correct. Well, there's three against one. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to tell you something right three now. Three armed We're, guys against the... Yeah. In New Jersey, I'm not carrying a gun, or if I'm traveling, I'm not carrying a gun. I basically have my hand on my folding knife, or yeah. I have my tactical pen in my hand yeah, when I absolutely. enter an elevator. Absolutely. I kid you not. If yeah. somebody tried some shit, I would perforate them oh, with absolutely. my tactical pen. Disembowel they would leave. Them, yeah. They it would be like a cartoon. When they drink Gatorade, <laughs> it would come out of like 12 holes. Which is exactly what uh, Atenzia Kali teaches you to do. We have a class coming up, by the way. Great. We have a defensive pl absolutely. pen class coming suggested up. suggested for everyone. My wife and I took it. Excellent, excellent, excellent class. I am frightened of her for more reasons than the fact you should that be. You should she is be. Sicilian. Yeah. Oh, she, she'll kill you. Oh, in a minute. Uh, hold on a second. I'm trying to type and talk to you. Oh, don't do that. You're... Listen, you can leave during break. I know. I can do this. You see what I have to put up with? Ladies you and gentlemen, you know how hard it is to work with this sons of bitches? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not, I, listen, How the I'm hell not did kidding. we make it 11 years? I... So, <laughs> October 22nd from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. Atenzia Kali, October right, 22nd. Dude, take it. Register now while it's still available. Now, if you're waiting for an elevator and someone approaches to also get in with that with you and you have a bad feeling, trust your senses and do not get in that elevator. If that person gets on the elevator right after you stepped in and you have a bad feeling, press the next button floor and get off. I tell everybody this. When I get into an elevator, I own the buttons. Oh, yeah. Now, if it's an older elevator, only has buttons on one side, that's I stand in front of the button. <laughs> right. You walk in the elevator, I'm like, what floor? Yep. I become right. the doorman, the elevator that's man. That's right. Now, if there's buttons on the left side or right side, I can't own the bo both sides. Now, I've gotten on an elevator with Sandy. I've gotten on an elevator with Tracy. And I'm like, you get in front of those buttons, I'll get in front of these buttons. Right. All right? <laughs> I want to control them. All right? If you are assaulted in an elevator, you must fight. Make as much noise as possible. Get to the buttons and press the alarm. Try not to ever let anyone be behind you in an elevator. They can easily ambush you. Hug that wall whenever 
possible. If you're carrying a purse, remember to keep it close to your body. Thieves and pickpockets work in teams as well, and one will distract you while the other robs you. Yep. This is an excellent time to be trained in a knife, defensive pen, or kubaton when a firearm may not be a defensive option. I can't stress this enough. Let's talk about trains, subways, and uh, even buses. If you're traveling by train, travel in the guard's compartment if possible. The guard cars are identified by a blue light, by the way, especially international travel. They have a blue light. That's the train that the guard is on. If you can't be in the guard's compartment, find a carriage that has groups of people who could assist if needed and be good witnesses. Traveling, traveling groups of friends whenever possible. Try to arrive at the station as close to the departure time of the train as possible and stand where the station is well lit. Always try to sit in a tactical position like the ends of the train where you have two walls behind you. Stay alert and aware the entire trip. Even when you're standing on a deck waiting for a train, don't stand close to the tracks or the opening. In New York, everybody gets pushed off. Yep. It's the new thing. Criminals and emotionally disturbed people just push people in front of trains. A woman just got pushed in front of a train and re received severe, severe facial lacerations and damage. Yeah. Okay. Because they're nuts. Nobody cares. The criminals just get out. They just you know? get out. Yeah, they let them out. Yeah, and nobody cares. Okay. Uh, so these are the things you have to always be aware of all of the time. Uh, I love my defensive pen. We were just talking about it the other day, you know, uh, carrying a, a tactical pen and knowing pressure points and knowing striking points. It's it's invaluable. Yeah. Listen, I can do the same thing with a rolled up magazine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can. I can do the same thing with so I can make so many things a weapon from keys, keychain, coubaton, drinking a, uh, straw. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, drinking straws good titanium drinking straws are a lot of fun i have one in my travel bag now uh and you know the one i have that i carry in my pack safe merce yeah it's got a point to it like you could pierce a uh, a sippy cup or something with it oh, wow. i've flown with that domestically i haven't flown with it internationally yet but i've flown with it domestically i stick it in one of the pen slots in my pack safe in my pack safe i have a real pen a tactical pen and i have that straw that titanium straw. And nobody's and ever said anything. Not not yet, Sandy. Wow. Not yet. And I can do a lot of damage with that. Oh, shit. And then my, my carry on bag, I have my hardball and my pair of support hose. Which is always that's great. yeah. Yep. That's when I want to go full postal. Yeah, I come out swinging that like a lariat. Yeehaw! <laughs> bump, 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 knocking everybody in the head, and the body's falling around me as I'm running through that embrayer to get to the front so I can take over to make sure that the pilot is safe. And if you don't have a hardball, the that can of coke that you asked for that you do not open is a perfect yeah they open it they open it now i, know, I tried that I, I know. you know what ask for the bottle of water they give you a yeah. small bottle the of small water bottle now of water is great the too. small bottle of water <clears throat> slipped into a sock yeah, baby it's perfect, man. <laughs> oh my god you want to go postal with one of those you got it i'm telling you people don't know how good this shit is but these are the little things you have to be aware of. I got to tell you, I just flew to, where's North Carolina? Is it Charleston or Charlotte? What's, which one is North Carolina? Charlotte. I flew to Charlotte, and uh, I used, they have the new Canadian Air uh, jet, which is 50 seats. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I sat in, uh, they call it first class, whatever, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But I got the, the tape line separates. The yeah, I got row four. The solo, one seat on the side, nice. as opposed to two on the right. And, you know, I sit there and I size everybody up that gets on the plane. 
and I watch, and it's an, it was an hour and 12-minute flight. I don't close my eyes or fall asleep on a flight like that. And my pack safe, you know, I stick in a seat in front of me, and then once we take off, I pull it out. And I got my ball, and I got my sock, and I got my tactical pen, and I got my tactical straw and everything. And, you know, I feel pretty confident. You know, nobody's going to get up with a box cutter and take over the plane when I'm on the plane. Yeah, right. All right, and if anybody's going to go postal, I'm going to bop them in the head with the hardball, and then I'm going to use the support hose to tie them up. Right, exactly. And when the police come, when the police board on an emergency landing, I'm going to have that person neatly tied and fastened. <laughs> you know, hog, hog tied, face down, with their arms, their wrist, and their ankles tied together. And, you know, the baseball will probably be in their mouth. Yep. So they can't talk. And when the police come, they could just pick them up and carry them right off that way. Yeah, like I'm going to be hand. going back to my iPad and reading. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and waiting for the other flight. Yeah. And waiting for the other flight. Exactly. Uh so these are some tips. Now, my book is available on Kindle. It will be available on Amazon in a, in a couple of days, I hope. And the audio book, when I have my knee replaced, Sandy and I are going to be taping uh, the full audio book. But support those who support you. I need five-star reviews, this, this, this doofus on this Google Books thing. I could use a couple of reviews. Give me some reviews on the Kindle. Give Gun for Hire, Woodland Park, Revenge some five-star reviews. And stop in. If you used to shoot here, used to be a member, bring your family, bring your friends. Wait till you see what we did to this place. Sandy, please tell us about the VHS. Sandy, Sandy, Sandy. We are raising money for homebound disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care. Government funding for these folks, be it from the federal government or the state of New Jersey, has all but dried up for these vets and their amazing family caregivers who are having to go it alone or simply just go without. Many of these brave men and women have served in Korea and Vietnam and have already had their country turn their backs on them twice. Please, let's not let it happen again on our watch. We are partnering with the Visiting Health Service of Ocean County to provide those in need with care at no out-of-pocket cost to them. But it takes about 100 bucks a day to provide even the most basic of care. So please, join with us and open your hearts to a brother and sister in need. VHS of Ocean County is a 501c3 community-based voluntary charitable organization. So I assure you that every single penny of your tax-deductible gift will go directly to care. And I'm calling on all my fellow vets around the nation, especially those who are members of organizations like the American Legion, the VFW, Disabled Vets, to organize a local fund drive to help out our brothers and sisters in arms. Please Take up a collection and mail your checks directly to Veteran Care Fund, care of VHS, Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County, P.O. Box 5292, Toms River, New Jersey, 08754. Or you can just make your own contribution through the GoFundMe, gofundme.com. Search for VHS of Ocean County. Five bucks, ten bucks, anything you can do would greatly be appreciated. Thank you so much. And this week, I really want to thank Rich Ford, 
Carl Palladino and Ed Green. These names keep popping up, same names over and over again. They are the best. They're the best. And I just want to remind you, if you're buying a Kindle book, a good idea is to buy the hardcover book too because you can make notes in that sucker and keep it with you and hand it out. The book is Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game by Anthony Calandro, our show host. And with that, the clock on the wall really does say it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. We love you guys. Each one, reach one, and be safe out there. See you next week. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate everything. Stop on down and support those who support you.